tonight to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 15. I'll read just a few verses in a moment, but I want to lay a context and remind you of the context before I read these verses from 2 Samuel chapter 15. David is in the deepest valley he has ever, ever been in. Now it was bad back when Saul was throwing spears at David, but then it got worse when David fell, or really, we might as well as be honest, when David pursued adultery and and David entered into adultery. Uh, But then it even got worse after that. There's the murder of Uriah. And then it gets even worse than that. Uh, The baby, the baby's gonna die, but it gets worse. Tamar is gonna be raped. And uh, then Ammon is going uh, to be murdered. And we're gonna read in this chapter, if you were to read it, it says much about Absalom and his rebellion. Absalom is not yet dead in this 15th chapter. Of course, David has treated him as if though he were dead. David, David's not been a father to him, to be honest. And Absalom's not been much of a son to him. That's making no excuse for Absalom whatsoever. But Absalom finally arises and defies his father and uh, uh, seeks the throne for himself, and David has to flee Jerusalem. And David is now fleeing, and he's on the run. He's left Jerusalem, he's descended down into the valley, uh, but he's making his way now, he's making up his way now up Mount Olivet. And that's where we're gonna put in here in 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 30. And David went up, by the ascent of Mount Olivet and wept as he went up and had his head covered and he went barefoot and all the people that was with him covered every man his head and they went up weeping as they went up. And one told David saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. And it came to pass that when David was come to the top of the mound where he worshiped God, uh, behold, uh, Hushai, uh, the archite, came to meet him with his coat rent and earth and earth upon his head. And then Hushai and and David have a conversation. I pick back up though in my reading in verse one of chapter 16. And when David was a little past the top of the hill, behold, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of asses saddled and upon them 200 loaves of bread and a hundred bunches of raisins, and a hundred of summer fruits, and a bottle of wine. And the Lord will add his blessings to the reading of his word tonight. If the Lord will help us for just a moment or two, I want to meditate on past the top 
of the hill. And that's what we find in this text tonight. David is making his way up the hill before all is said and done. David gets not just the top, David gets past the top of, of the hill. Oh my, I said a moment ago, he's going through the deepest, darkest valley that he's ever been through. And as David is making his way up the hill, David can't see what's on the other side of the hill. David doesn't know what's awaiting him at the top. David doesn't know what's going to behold him at the top. But oh my, David's going to find there's help pace the top of the hill and there's hope pace the top of the hill so David just keeps moving and moving and moving and before all is said and done David finds himself pace the top of the hill he enters into the very provisions of God that God had waiting for him now I'd say to you theologians tonight if you read this 16th chapter we know that Ziba Ziba brings these provisions to David and yes I know Ziba had an ulterior motive. Uh, uh, Ziba is going to lie about Mephibosheth, his master. Uh, that's why uh, Ziba's not really a, a good type of the Holy Ghost. You got to be careful with types uh, that you don't press them too far. And Ziba, Ziba's got an ulterior motive behind all that. But hey, I got news for you tonight. You can't put God in a box. God can use a raven if he needs to uh, to send provisions. God can use a rebellious lying servant if he needs to and although David can't see it all and although David don't know what's waiting past the top of the hill when he gets there God has some things for him Oh my, he's gonna get to ride. He's been walking a ways now out of Jerusalem, but when he gets past the top of the hill, he's gonna get to saddle up and ride a while. He's been hungry uh, uh, there. Uh, his stomach, uh, uh, no doubt, uh, is longing for bread. And there past the top of the hill, there's gonna be some bread and some raisins and some refreshment. And oh my, a joy, joy's been gone from David for a long, long time, but waiting past the top of the hill is some wine. He can rejoice once again in the Lord when he gets past, when he gets past the top of, the top of the hill. Now, I don't know what you may be facing tonight. You may be facing the largest hill. You may be, you may be in the uphill battle of your life tonight. And it very well may be that it's part of your own making. That which David, that which David is having to reap, he has sown, as Brother John touched on last night, in a sense last night, with Jacob there. Oh my, you may, you may be dealing with something tonight that's of your making. It may be something tonight, you've not had a thing to do with it, but the enemy, the enemy has entered in and life has become an uphill battle. I'll tell you tonight, don't give up. Hang on, hang on, keep going. Just past the top of the hill, you can find the provisions of God. But now with all that said then, with all that said then, the question is this, how do we get past the top of the hill? Not just how do we get up the hill. Not just how do we get to the top of the hill. How do we get past the top of the hill. Three simple things tonight and I'll be done. Number one, you've got to keep walking. 
got to keep walking. You'll never get to the top of the hill. You'll never get past the top of the hill unless you keep walking tonight. And David knew. David knew that's what God had called him to do. David knew that's what the word of God commanded him to do. David knew Deuteronomy 13, 4. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and serve him and cleave unto him. David knew that was the command of God to walk after God and to walk with God. And David knows he's now in this mess he's in because he hadn't been walking like he should have been walking but that was then and this is now and David says I'm going to walk on I'm going to move up the hill and I'm going to go and be with God oh my human and I human and I in light of what may be going on in your life in spite of it rather keep walking keep walking keep walking and go after God oh my 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 now you know there's a host of, there's a host of verses we could turn to tonight that commands us and encourages us to walk. We're to walk in newness of life. We're to walk by faith. We're to walk in, we're to walk in the spirit. We're not to walk after the flesh, but we're to walk according to the spirit. And there's a host of, uh, there's a host of other verses uh, concerning walking uh, uh, that I could quote or read to tonight, uh, uh, but here's the common denominator of all of them. It's putting one foot, it's putting one foot in front of the other, and then the other foot, and then the other foot, and then the other foot, oh my, in order to get past the top of the hill, in order to get in on the blessings of God, you've got to keep walking. You've got to keep walking, oh my. You don't have to be perfect tonight to get past the top of the hill, but you gotta keep walking. You don't have to have all the answers tonight, but you got to keep walking. You don't even have to enjoy the walk, but you got to keep walking. The liver surgeon, the liver surgeon came in today to see Brother Rand on the lane. And she said, what's he got to do to get back where he was on the transplant list? He said, he's got to be able to walk out of here. Oh my, they're in an uphill, they're in, a, they're, 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 they're in an uphill walk, but hey, pace the top of the hill. Uh, uh, there's some provisions, oh my, and spiritually here, uh, uh, David says, I know I messed up, and I know I didn't walk like I should have walked, but from now on, God helping me, I'm going to walk, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other Oh, my, my, my. I remind you, he didn't walk so far with God that he got so close to his house, uh, God's house. God said, just come on in here and be with me. Oh, my. How do you get past the top of the hill? Number one, you got to keep walking. Number two, you got to keep weeping. I mean, this is not my outline. This is... This is Samuel's outline. This is David's life and David's outline right here. This is not mine. It says here again, this 30th verse, that he went up. He went up. He's walking. He's walking, but he's not just walking. You notice in the text, he's weeping. And they went up weeping as they went up. 
He's walking, but he's weeping. He's walking in humility. He is humbling himself before God. David has taken the crown from off of his head, covered his head uh, uh, with sackcloth and ashes. And David is weeping his way up the mountain back to God. David is weeping uh, uh, over uh, the sorrow uh, uh, and the brokenness uh, uh, that he that he has brought. In fact, David, David is kicked off of his shoes. The king, David, removes his shoes and goes barefoot. You say, well, uh, is that a big deal? Yeah, it's real, real, real big deal. It's mean that David the king was taking the position of a slave. Oh my. Uh, David, uh, David knows he doesn't deserve to walk with God. David knows it's only the grace of God. God's not killed him. Oh my. So David is walking and weeping his way up the mountain top. Oh my, you're going to get past the top of the mountain tonight. You're going to get past the hill tonight. You've got to keep walking but you've got to keep weeping tonight. Oh my. Now again, I remind you of something right here. David doesn't know what's up there. David doesn't know what's past the top of the hill. But he's going to weep his way to God. He's going to weep his way past the top of the hill. Oh my, David David is shedding tears. But you know what David knows? David knows that tears may last for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Tears may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Could have said this way. Tears may endure for the night. But joy comes past the top of the hill. David is weeping his way back to God oh man and hand keep walking keep weeping God's collecting them in a bottle God saw every tear that ran down the face of David he's walking and weeping his way back to God oh my pace the top of the hill I love what A.W. Tozer said he said the Bible was written in tears and it's open best to those who come to it with Tears, oh my tonight, you won't get past top of the hill, not just up the hill, not just the top of the hill, but past the top of the hill, keep weeping. David is weeping. David is humbly walking before the Lord. David is humbly seeking the Lord and walking before the Lord. Oh my. So how you know, preacher? Because in this chapter, in this 15th chapter and in this 16th chapter, when others rise, when others rise up against David, David's determined he's just going to leave things in the hands of the Lord. Word comes that Ahithophel has rebelled and is running with Absalom there. Of course, Ahithophel's the great grandpa there of Bathsheba. I want you to know sin has consequences that comes home to roost in our hearts and in our lives. But oh my, David is weeping. David is weeping. And David has put everything simply in the hands of God. So hey, no preacher, listen to verse 26. The Lord says to say, as, as, they, as Zodic brings the ark out, David knows the ark belongs back in Jerusalem. David knows the ark doesn't belong out yonder in a cave somewhere where he's at. He says, take the ark back. But listen to what David says in that latter part of verse 26. 
He says, let him, speaking of God, he says, let him do to me as seemeth good unto him. Oh my, David, David is humbly walking after God. David is humbly weeping after God. David knows the mess he made when he tried to handle it himself. David knows the mess he made when he tried to fix it himself. So David is taking his hands off. He's saying, God, I'm leaving it with you. God, I'm leaving this valley. I'm leaving this hill with you. Lord, I'm leaving myself with you. You do with me as you see fit. He's humbly walking and weeping his way past the top of the hill. Oh my, in the 16th chapter, in the 16th chapter, Shimei, Shimei goes together in rocks. Shimei goes, Shimei goes together in rocks and casting rocks and cussing David, the man of God. Oh my, in fact, Abishai, Abishai says, let me, let, me, let me go out there and clean his place. Let me go out there and put him in his place. Let me go out there and take his head off. David said, no, you let him alone. The Lord may, it's in the 17th chapter, of the Lord may turn his curses in essence into blessings for me. In other words, David is saying, oh my, I'm leaving it all. I'm leaving it all with God. Now hear me tonight, don't miss this. David's moving his way up the mountain, top of the mountain, past the top of the hill, and Shimei goes to throwing rocks. You know what David could have done? David could have caught one and chunked it back. David could have picked one up and chunked it back. And he would have stopped moving past the top of the hill. He would have stopped forward progress up the top of the hill. Hey, I want to tell you tonight, the devil doesn't care what it takes to get you to stop. The devil doesn't want you walking after God. The devil doesn't want you weeping after God. The devil doesn't want you moving forward after God. And if he can get you distracted, and if he can get you to throwing rocks back, oh my, forward progress is stopped. Oh my, oh my, oh my. God help us, God help us to lay rocks down and not cast them back because when you and I are chunking rocks, we're not moving past the top of the hill. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. David's not playing king of the hill. Oh my, now, when I was a boy, we didn't play king of the hill. When I was a boy, we played king of the tobacco barn. It's a wonder I'm alive. It's a wonder I'm alive. Uh, I mean, to tell you, we'd throw rocks, we'd throw the back of stalks, we'd throw the uh, uh, back of sticks at each other, and uh, uh, you, ain't, you, ain't, you, you ain't ever gone through nothing until you've fallen off about a raft or two uh, uh, there in the back of barn. Oh my, but we'd play king of the tobacco barn. Oh my, here David is. He's the king. He, he could have said, Abishai, go out there and take his head off. Oh my, no, no, no. David is leaving, David is leaving everything in the hands of God. You want to know why? David's got his side. David, David has lifted his eyes unto the hills from which cometh his help. And then he lifted them a little bit higher unto the Lord. And guess what? Place the top of the hill. He's going to find the provisions of the Lord. Oh my, right quick and I'm done. Gonna get past the top of the hill. Gotta keep walking. Gotta keep weeping. Number three, you gotta keep worshiping. 
You've got to keep worshiping. The text says that David worshiped. That David worshiped. And it came to pass that when David was come to the top of the mount where he worshiped God, Absalom is still raising hell. Shimei is still throwing rocks. But David is a worshiping God. I mean, David could have picked a rock up, but had David picked a rock up, he couldn't have gave anything to God. Oh my, keep worshiping, keep worshiping, keep worshiping tonight. Oh my, oh my. Now the truth is, the truth is in this text, David is fleeing. Right, right. I just don't believe he's really fleeing Absalom. I just really don't believe he's fleeing from Absalom as much as I believe he's fleeing to God. To God. To God. To God. Oh my. Oh my. He's going to keep, he's going to keep worshiping. And he gets to the top of the hill and he takes a worship break. He takes a worship break and he begins to worship and he begins to praise the Lord. And as he worships, the next thing we know, chapter 16, the next thing we know, in the midst, are you listening? In the midst of his worship, the next thing you know, he's not just at the top of the hill, he's past the top of the hill. And oh my, there's a ride for him. There's some resources for him. There's some refreshment. There's some refreshment for him. And he got in on every bit of it because he was worshiping through worship. Oh my, Brother Beard Hastings, dear friend of mine, at home with the Lord. Oh my, blessed man of God, used to say, worship takes the strain out of living. Worship takes the strain out of living. Worship, worship will make it seem like, well, this ain't really as big a hill as I thought it was. Uh, worship will make it seem, well, this ain't as long as a valley as I thought it was. David kept worshiping and it moves him past, past the top of the hill. Oh my, he's been walking, but he's gonna get to ride. He's been hungry, but he's gonna get to eat. He's been thirsty, but he gets to drink the wine of God. You say, but now preacher, Preacher you, just don't, preacher, you just don't know what I'm facing. Preacher, you just don't know what I've done. Or preacher, you just don't know what they're doing. What of it? God's still God. He's still got a ride. He's still got some raisins. He's still got some bread. He's still got some wine. Oh my, of the world and all the hell doesn't have a thing to do and cannot take the provisions of God from God. Keep worshiping, keep worshiping, keep worshiping. Oh my, I close with this. David's not the first, David's not the first one to apply these principles of walking and weeping and worshiping, getting past the top of the hill. Can I mention, can I mention Abraham? Can I mention Abraham? Abraham headed out walking and Abraham just kept walking. And oh my, he'd been through some hills, but Lord, when the Lord said, on this hill, 
You're going to offer thy son, thine only son, as a sacrifice. Oh my, what a hill, what a hill it was. Uh, but David headed out early and David just kept walking. I believe he was weeping some on the way. Oh my, uh, but David, David was, uh, rather Abraham was determined to walk and to weep. And remember when they get at the bottom of the hill, he says to those servants, y'all stay here with the ashes. Me and the lad, we go yonder and worship. Now he could have stayed down yonder with the jackasses and the servants. And you can stay, are you listening to me tonight? You can stay with the ashes. You can stay with the bucking and the biting and the brain crown if you want to. Or bless God, you can get your sights on God and go to walking. Oh my, and ride, and ride a jackass, ride a jackass, not live with one. And Abraham gets up past the top of the hill. And what does Abraham find past the top of the hill? Now, I ain't ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer. But they get to the top of the hill. There's that altar. And Abraham looks behind him and sees that ram. If you're on the top of the hill, you're right there on, and you're looking in behind you on the hill. You're looking past the top of the hill. Absolutely. Right past, right past the top of the hill was that ram, was the provision that Abraham needed. Oh, my, 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 my. Keep walking, keep weeping, keep worshiping. I'll give you a last example. I said last night, I think I said, nothing in the Word of God's just stuck there by chance. It says in the text, David went up by the ascent of Mount Olivet. David's greatest son, David's Lord, is going to pass by this same path. David's greatest son, David's Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to walk this same path. Path this same way. Oh my. He said, I must. I must go to Jerusalem. I must go to Jerusalem. I must go to Jerusalem. And he was walking and he was weeping as he went. And somewhere, somewhere on this mountain, somewhere on this path, is that garden of Gethsemane where the Lord himself began to weep oh my. and he said not my will but thine be done he said father I'm putting it all in your hands and he worshipped and adored his father oh my and at the top of the hill was the cross he said well preacher that screws up your sermon oh no 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 Oh, no, no, no. Yes, at the top of the hill was a crowd. But three days passed. Three days passed. Three days passed. The top of the hill is an empty tomb where the Lord gets up victorious over hell, death, and the grave. Hallelujah. There's some things passed. The top of the hill that you can get in on tonight. That next prayer, that next prayer may be the prayer that takes you not just to the top, but past the top. Hey, preacher tonight, that next service may be the service that takes you past the top of 
the hill tonight. Keep walking. Keep weeping. Keep worshiping. That's the message, Brother David.